Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Lob, the fastest growing podcast in the libertarian movement. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. Tonight on TCL Live, the global supply chain crisis has gotten exponentially worse. And what does the progressive left say? We need to learn to live with less. Hmm. We need to uh, learn to live with less. Yeah. Netflix employees walk out over Chappelle's latest stand-up. Some great news coming from the country music industry in regards to mandates. Oddly enough, yes. Uh, Hold the line. In-N-Out Burger takes a stand against the mandates. Hold the line. Also, Southwest Airlines walks back its stance on mandates. Hold the line. And a major meat company says that steak will be a luxury like champagne. Why? Let's find out, plus much more tonight on the solo episode of the Cajun Libertarian Live. Coming up next. Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. Let's get into it. Uh, But first, real quick, I need to pitch the socials. So go follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Please like and subscribe and hit the notifications bell so that every time that I go live, I'm there. And please, please, please uh, like and follow and favorite the anchor.fm Cajun Libertarian, because we are doing big things. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Follow me, 11B. Do your thing, sir. Absolutely. Janice, oh, too many comments rolling in at once. Janice, peace from the People's Republic of that California. Berserkily. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Sorry. Um, a lot of people saying hey and what's up. So, man, thank you, David Welch, spreading the message of freedom from Loudoun County, Virginia. Thank all of you for tuning in tonight. It's going to be a very special night of the Cajun Libertarian Live with just me and you. There are no guests tonight, just us. And I need to go ahead and make an announcement about that. But first, make sure you follow me on uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those things because they are giving me pennies as of right now. And I need those pennies. All of you know the market situation. I need every single cent. So you can help out with the Cajun Libertarian brand by simply giving five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, following me on all of these sites, and helping keep the message of unity going the message of unity and liberty so let's get into it we're officially engaged into it in a cold civil war i don't say that lightly i don't we have never seen the likes of division as we have now i can say that with full confidence 
because we now have the internet and social media where everyone gets to bullhorn their ideological stances, including yours truly, right? We are witnessing in real time the potential collapse collapse of our own empire, the greatest structure and economy the world has ever seen. How did we get here? By allowing a two-party system, the duopoly, to use fear in order to keep certain people and policies in power and in place with statements like, but we can't let them win. And this is the most important election of our lifetime. This is all propaganda. Divide and conquer being the goal. This destruction didn't happen overnight. It's been brewing for decades. By voting for the lesser of two evils. Evil is evil, period. There is but one way out of this. Mass noncompliance. And that rebellion needs to come from all sides. If we want any chance at all. To overcome this destruction. But make no mistake. We can overcome this. Absolutely. But only via allies. Allies that share the same goal. That goal being liberty. Freedom and justice for all. Find your ally. And work out the other differences later. Before it's too late. And you can take it or leave it. That's just a thought. Now to our headlines, and here we go. Let's start off with some good news coming out of the country music industry of all places. Uh, not a fan, so i got to make some jokes. Sorry about that. Uh, if you're a country music fan, my apologies. But um, I'm going li- to pick at you a little bit because I cannot stand country. But, hey, great news coming out of the uh some of the heads of country music, or at least old-time country music. So let's let's uh, figure out what's going on there, in case you haven't noticed. Um, I, I doubt that many people have heard, because the only reason that I have heard is on my local Mississippi News channel. And again, I have to keep saying this because uh, we have a massive amount of new viewers every episode. Every episode, and that is remarkable. Thank you. Show up, join in, comment, engage, share because this message matters, right? So, country singer Travis Tritt cancels shows at venues requiring proof of COVID vaccine and mask. Thank you, Travis. This is the way. Hold the line. My God, if more um, up-to-date artists and, and, and promulgators of the culture that we live in were to do this, we could shut the entire situation down. All right. The country singer said, any venue, Travis Tritt, any venue that will force his fans to wear a mask or require proof of vaccines will be canceled immediately. Four shows have already been canceled. I apologize in advance if I have butchered some of these locales. Um, But here we go. Munis, Indiana on October 23. Canceled. Philadelphia, Mississippi on November 6th. Canceled. Peoria, 
Illinois on November 11th, canceled. Louisville, Kentucky on November 13th, canceled. Hold the line. This is the way. This is how we win. And make no mistake, we will win with this activity and this traction. And there is a lot of it moving right now. This episode tonight is packed full of good news. A couple of bad things going on. That's going to happen. That's the world we live in. But we are seeing mass non-compliance. We are seeing rebellion. And we are seeing if you don't stop this, then we will stop you with money. Because remember, money is what talks. So, more good news coming out of San Francisco's In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out closes in San Francisco over refusal to enforce vaccine mandate. That does not sound like good news, but it is. It is. Absolutely. Jessica Monroe says, love some Travis Tritt. Good deal. Good deal. Get into the comments. I love engaging. Love it, love it, love it. Hmm. Like that comment. Yep. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Robert, my man, fire. Yeah, you are. Joe Vasquez. I don't like country music either, but good for him. Absolutely. Same. Same, 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 same. Never been a Travis Tripp fan, says follow me 11B or 11B. But after having hearing that I am freeing up my schedule and buying a couple of tickets, that, that's what I'm talking about. Support the people that are doing this and absolutely financially bury the people that won't comply with liberty. We need to change our language. If you're not going to comply with our standards, then you will be canceled. That's how we have to play this. If they're going to disrespect, then we disrespect them even more. Sorry, wasn't intending to uh, to rant there. Back to In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger has become the first restaurant in San Francisco to be temporarily closed for failing to enforce the city's vaccine mandate. This gets better. Just wait. I promise you, it does. City officials made the move on uh, October 14th after the burger chain said it won't for staff to check that customers were fully vaccinated before allowing them to dine inside the restaurant. Restaurants in San Francisco, as well as a number of U.S. cities, including New York and New Orleans, are legally required to make customers show proof of vaccination before dining indoors. I didn't know New Orleans was doing this. This is incredible. As a matter of fact, I'll have Amy Misco on a Sunday night special Who's running for the city of New Orleans for mayor? Uh, update real quick. I won't have any more live interviews. Um, there's a variety of reasons for that. If you want to know why, don't be, don't feel free to reach out. I'll be glad to tell you. But there will be no more live interviews on the Cajun Libertarian. Uh, all live shows will be me and only me. I am releasing a new segment called the Sunday Night Special or the Sunday Special. And all of my interviews will be there, pre-recorded on Sunday nights, released on Sunday nights, and they are going to be phenomenal. F- 
phenomenal. Anyway, I have uh, this Sunday for our first episode, Dennis Misigoy, who is running for U.S. Senate of Florida. They're all quick, short, 30 minutes max, probably more like 15. So please understand that. Let's get back to the news. Restaurants in San Francisco, as well as a number of cities in the United States, including New York and New Orleans, are legally required to make customers show proof of vaccination before dining indoors. False! They're not legally required to do that by under any circumstances because it is absolutely 100% unconstitutional. You know this. So what we're doing here is we're reading the language of what they choose to say. They are choosing to say in this article that I forgot to reference. Yes, I did. I apologize. Uh, They're not really legally required to do this. There is not one business on this soil we call America that is legally required to show proof of vaccination. Why? Because it violates the Constitution. So that is false, wrong, and antithetical to all liberty. And it's also false propaganda. As I've already referenced, the propaganda is massive. Let me keep going. This failure to comply led to the city's Department of Public Health, F, uh, I'm sorry, SFDPH, which I'm assuming is San Francisco Department of Public Health, cl- is closing San Francisco's only in and out location in Fisherman's Wharf, a waterfront tourist market. The restaurant has since reopened for takeout, but is still not able to offer indoor dining because of an unconstitutional law and mandate that tyrannical, unauthorized governments are upholding. This is our fight right now. This is our fight. There's a lot going on. We all know that. But this, this is it. This is the segue into total totalitarianism. They're using COVID to do it, and they don't mince words about it. We'll get into that later. All right. The restaurant has since reopened takeout, but is still not able to offer indoor dining. San Francisco's Department of Public Health's official Twitter account joked that the restaurant might want to consider the name in and outside. Um, I had that tweet uploaded, and I did not upload it to here. But the tweet basically says exactly what we talk about. But at the caption of it, it says, in and outside burger. They literally are joking about the fact that they shut down a business unconstitutionally and illegally and ruined people's lives and they made a joke about it on Twitter from their official account. This this is no longer a game. the, The government is making jokes about shutting down a business and people's lives in San Francisco. No holds barred. None. Shut them down. 
in and out has been bullish in its response, thank God, to the ruling, admitting the restaurant was not turning away customers who didn't show proof of vaccination. Quote, we refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. Arnie Weinsinger, the company's chief legal and business officer, said in a statement, it is unreasonable, invasive, and unsafe to force our restaurant associates to segregate customers into those who may be served and those who may not. We fiercely disagree with any government dictate that forces a private company to discriminate against customers who choose to patronize their business. This is clear governmental overreach and is intrusive and proper and offensive. That's how you respond to this. If you disrespect, we will absolutely fire back at you with more disrespect. Period. That's how you deal with this. 100%. That's how we deal with it. Sorry. Not to say the word you. That's how we would do We got There's no playing nice anymore. None. If you want to do this, then we will shut you down as the American people. What are you going to do? You know, call in the, the, the army to, to arrest and murder everybody? Good luck. Everyone should be doing this right now. Right now. You're disrespectful. You're arrogant. You don't deserve any of the respect that you think you have. You don't have a place in this, and we're going to tell you what to do because you work for us. Back to Micah. Sorry. That's how you deal with it. No questions. In and out, thank you. Hold the effing line. That's how you deal with it. Deal with it. You know who's not going to help you out with buying, or I'm sorry, you know who's going to help you out with buying or selling a home? without shutting down people's livelihoods and making fun of you for it. Laura Province. So check her out. As soon as I get that ad up. Sorry. Mixed up my ads there. Uh, no worries. Check out Laura Province. She is in South Louisiana, and she is helping everyone out. There it is. And I always have trouble reading this on this uh, particular Laptop because it's very tiny. Laura Providence, K2 Realty. Your home is your sanctuary. As a good, as a second generation real estate agent, Laura Providence knows the importance of helping her clients navigate through the home buying and or selling process. Whether you're buying and or selling your first home, a second investment property, or seeking that dream retirement residence, you will have a seamless experience with K2 Realty. So, check her out. Now, as I alluded to in the headlines, uh, there's a major steak company in Europe that's saying that you can't buy steak the way you wanted to anymore. So, let's find out why. Steak could soon become a luxury product, like champagne. Boss of Top, uh, top Meat Processor says, climate change could soon lead to global beef shortages, making steak a luxury product that people enjoy like a glass of champagne, according to the boss of one of the world's 
top meat processors. Let me repeat one part of that. Making steak, or I'm sorry, um, boss of top meat processor, processor says climate change could soon lead to global beef shortages. False. The only thing that will lead to global beef shortages is people that own cattle and governments raining down regulations upon them. And those people that sell cattle will either comply or not comply. Climate change will not cause a shortage of beef. Fact. The only thing that will cause that is people. People. Primarily governments. <laughs> and he admits this. Beef, quote, beef is not going to be super climate friendly. Danish crown meat companies are facing pressure to curb greenhouse gas gases with nearly 60% of all food industry emissions linked to the production of animal products, the report said. Notice that they said 60% of all food industry emissions are the connection. Food industry emissions. The, I'll, I'm going to, as more of this breaks, I'm going to keep giving this to you. I'm going to keep talking about this because this is ridiculous, right? Um, what's going to wind up happening is the government is going to shut. I, I, before I get to that part, let me say this. There, very soon, there's going to be a time where I'm going to release an entire episode on breaking down uh, the, the World Economic Forum and what their trajectory for what it is that they want, and they're in cohorts with the the UN, the United States, the United Nations. This is real. This is real, right? Whether you believe in climate change or not, the language they use here is very disturbing, and it ties right into the World Economic Forum, which them themselves and John Kerry, who is the quote unquote climate change something. For the Biden administration, Biden administration, I don't know what that something is. Not an expert. He flies around on a private plane. Private plane rules for thee, but not for me. We'll go through this. It's called the Great Reset. This is a very real thing. This is not a conspiracy theory. Don't let people tell you that this is a right wing conspiracy theory. You yourself can go onto the economicforum.org right now, worldeconomicforum.org, and they lay it out for you. Okay, there's a lot. To be had there. Also, fun fact: those of you that watch this show know a lot more than me about this stuff. But if you don't, Bill Gates is the number one farm owner, farmland owner in the world now, and he wants to get rid of all beef. So it's coming, and fast and hard. And remember. If you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, I'm okay if I'm going to help save the planet by not eating beef. It never 
ends there. Ever. Never, ever, not ever. It will continue to get worse and they will continue to use that as long as we comply. And as long as we say, okay, we'll be complacent, that thing is not a huge deal. Every time we say that, they advance threefold their authoritarian agenda. Let's check some comments. Jessica. That's why I buy beef directly from the farm. That's what I'm talking about. Cajun. Patricia Marie, what's up? Oh, by the way, I do have a uh, an anchor call-in moment from Patricia Marie. only have one last time I checked. So, you should... And I didn't put up my, uh, my banners here. Uh, there it is. There's one. Check it out. Anchor.fm slash Lee Cajun Libertarian. Subscribe. Favorite. Help me get paid. One cent a download at a time. Not much. Hey, helps. Also, you get to leave an anchor call-in moment where I play them live on air. Unvetted. So please, use censorship as this is a family-friendly program. And I have violated that policy many times over. Massive apologies on my end. I get fired up. Uh, That's probably why people watch the show, to watch me embarrass myself. And uh, that's why it's the fastest, literally, this is not a joke, y'all. It is the fastest growing podcast in the libertarian movement. I would say primarily primarily because I, I, I get a little out of hand a lot. And so, um, yeah, do the thing. Whatever the thing is that's in front of you, do that thing. Right now, it's leaving anger calling moment. So I can play them live on air. I want to read this. I'm sorry. Before we move on, um, Amanda Kimbrell Romero. I hope I said that right, Amanda. I'm sorry if I didn't. UPS will be mandating the V after Christmas. Many of us are planning on going out on disability. Our union is for everything going on. Of course it is. Stuff will get real when trucking companies can't get supplies through. We, UPS, can't legally strike without the support of our union, but there are more of us against this stuff than okay with it. I recommend people buying extra supplies now. Yeah, that's a, (laughs) uh, excuse me. That's a, that's something we're going to get into here in a few minutes. I don't think this will be a very long episode, but I have a lot of content, so I'm not going to hang out on, uh, on the comments too long so that way we can keep moving so I can get you all of the content without taking too long. So let's see what we have next. Southwest airlines. This is incredible. Um, I stole the content that I'm about to share with you straight from USA today, a fact checked article. Why is that important? Because we all know how relentless and and utterly stupid fact-check organizations are. And I want to highlight that. 
while at the same time highlighting hold the line. Fact check. Southwest will comply with federal vaccine mandate. This is from USA Today. But employees won't be fired over it. So they all right. So they don't comply with the mandate, then do they? In the same this is incredible. They just bank on how stupid people are. This is the problem with how out of touch these liberal elitists really are. They can't even realize that simple folk like you and me can understand that you just completely negated your entire first sentence with the second one. Read it again. Fact check. Southwest will comply with federal vaccine mandates. All right. But employees won't be fired of it. So they don't comply then. You morons. All right. Let's move on. After an operational meltdown that led to the cancellation of more than 2,000 Southwest flights, false claims that the the delays stemmed from COVID-19 vaccine mandate process spread a line. Yes, they did. There's testimonies and, and interviews all over the place. All over the place. That they, they said it on Friday. The entire weekend was shut down after they said they were going to mandate vaccines. So stop it. They're still trying. They're not they're not trying. They are intentionally lying. Intentionally, with a fact check, by the way. But those of us who know, sorry, new situation here, trying to adjust. We know fact checkers are liars and their 100% goal is to twist the narrative of the truth. We know this without doubt. No questions asked. 100%. Ridiculous. All right. Let's keep going. After an operational meltdown that led to the cancellation of more than 2,000 flights, false claims that the delays stemmed from COVID-19 vaccine vaccine mandate protests spread online. Not false claim very real but one post on social media claims the company's stance is the opposite this is hilarious let me get through this real quick because you're going to laugh at this (laughs) i have a personal example of why we should all laugh at this southwest Airlines ceo has announced he will not be following biden's mandate and will not be firing anyone hashtag fly hashtag fly southwest on october 13th the facebook post reads the post was shared more than 200 times in three days usa today usa today is talking about a post that was shared more than 200 times in three days they're grasping at straws personal testimony the Cajun Libertarian page, which most of you are watching on now, gets 200 shares per post a day. This is ridiculous. But what they're doing is catering to people that have much lesser audiences than, than this brand does, right? This is incredible. And it's laughable on its face because most people on social media understand that a lot of people get way more than 200 shares on a singular post. 
But USA Today decided to make a big deal about this that they labeled false information. And that's not even entirely correct, as we'll finish off this uh, tiny segment with. As a big deal for it was shared over 200 times in three days. Oh my God, that's nothing. That's not reaching anybody. 200 times in three days, you're not reaching anybody. It's ridiculous. This is how desperate they are. This is how much they know mass noncompliance is on track. Don't let up. Don't relent. Mass noncompliance every day. We are winning. Southwest Airlines must join our industry peers in complying with the federal government's mandate. Sorry, let me back up one sec. Southwest Airlines announced October 4th that all its employees must be vaccinated or approved for an accommodation by December 8th. And we've already heard from Southwest uh, Union leader and Southwest Airlines. They don't care. You can basically label whatever thing you want to be an exemption, you're good to go. Because they can't afford to do this. What are they going to do? Are they going to lose all their staff versus complying so that they keep the 2% of their profits that the federal government gives them? No. They'll have to do anything that they can to maintain the staff. Period. So they're going to give wide uh Exceptions. Sorry, I was searching for the word there. Wide exceptions for uh, religious mandates, health mandates. It doesn't matter. If you've worked for Southwest Airlines, you can just make it uh, an exemption and and they're going to approve it. That's one way. That's a good way. I would rather you just say, get bent and kick rocks. I'm not going to do what you want. I'll sacrifice the 2% so that you can kick rocks. That's the better way. That's the louder message. Thank you, in and out Burger, for doing that. But if you're going to be half decent, at least make it to where nobody actually needs an exemption. You just give it to anybody who wants it. That works. Not as good, but it works. Southwest Airlines must join our industry peers in complying with the federal government's COVID-19 vaccination directive. Southwest uh, CEO Gary Kelly said in the statement, I encourage all Southwest employees to meet the federal directive as quickly as possible since we value every individual and want to ensure job security for all. Bet you do. Because you're going to get shut down if you don't figure something out. While the company is based in Texas, where the state's Republican governor, Governor Abbott, has issued an anti-mandate rule. The airline told the Austin American statesman, whoever that is, that the Democratic, uh, I'm sorry, the Democratic president's executive order supersedes any state mandate or law. Fact, false, 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 false. Tenth Amendment. Nope, no, it doesn't. He's just he's playing the game. That's all there is to that. But it's still bad language. We cannot continue to tell people that federal law overrides state law. No, it doesn't. We we cannot continue to say that. So fight back on every turn on that line. The language is part of the problem. If you can control, this is why they keep changing the definitions to things. I've talked about it often, and we'll continue to talk about it. 
The more they continue to change the language, then they control the argument. Stop letting them. This is on us. We have the, you are the power. Hashtag Spike Hill. All right. He said the company is required to adhere to it to remain compliant as a federal contractor. So again, he is, uh, he's just talking because he wants to be, continue to have two, two percent that the federal government gives him as a contractor, which is disgusting and embarrassing. Uh, see, uh, Hold on, I got to get back. I think this was uh, trying to remember. Was it NBC that I said? ABC, NBC. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I can't remember who it was. Their rating, partly false. You know who's not partly false in her ability to help you navigate through this difficult? Oh, I already said that. I actually mixed up my, uh, my ads there. I apologize. So instead of that, we'll say... You know, not partly false. Our ability, which is mine, to help you get your pests under control. Give us a call, 1-800-417-6013, Insectum Pest Management. I help run that company. I am second in charge. And we will not require you to have vaccine man- vaccines. We won't require you to have masks. We don't require you to release any information that you don't want to because that's your private business and this is ours and that's our standard call us for pest control and pest management inspections are free give me a call 1-800-417-6013 delta airlines also says ceo ditches divisive covid vaccine mandate marks 90 percent employee vaccination rate accommodations will be made for the unvaccinated instead of threatening employment ed bastian says so now you've got uh Southwest saying they're not firing their unvaccinated. Now you've got Delta Airlines saying they're not firing their unvaccinated. Hold the line. Forget the trash that they actually say, right? Uh, like, like, we're going to comply. No, you're not. You're not complying at all. Because the mandate says if they're not vaccinated, they have to show proof of a, a weekly test or they're fired. And I promise you neither one of those companies are paying to have all of their unvaccinated employees tested every week because it's expensive. Really, really bad expensive. Let's check some comments. (laughs) A lot of y'all having fun. Fantastic. Uh, Let's see what uh, Constant... Follow me, 11B says. Constitution guarantees life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, banning people from selling your products without a medical card to certain groups, conflicts with your pursuit of happiness, uh, and several other violations of the Constitution as well. Facts. Um, I like this one. I think, well, I want to see this one first. I'll have to borrow a USA Today for a toilet read at work tomorrow. That's a great comment. Joe Vasquez talking about Southwest. But my weather. Yeah, there was no weather. This is this is a bl- blatant, flagrant lie. Like, oh, the weather. Really? Because no other flights were canceled from another company. And there was no bad weather. They, they, got, they got freaking hammered by protest. Facts. Patricia. 
Pfizer is bringing you Alphabet Media News by sponsoring the newscast. No question. Absolutely. All right, moving on. Back to Delta Airlines very quickly. The reason the mandate was put in place by the president, I believe, was because they wanted to make sure companies had a plan to get their employees vaccinated, he said. A month before the president came out with the, with the mandate, we had already announced our plan to get all of our people vaccinated. And the good news is the plan is working. By the time we're done, we'll be pretty close to fully vaccinated as a company without going through all of the divisiveness of a mandate. We're proving that you can work collaboratively with your people, trusting your people to make the right decisions, respecting their decisions, and not forcing them over the loss of their jobs. Coming from the Delta CEO. That's the thing, right? A lot of people are getting vaccinated. There's nothing wrong with that. That's 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 a good thing for a. a, a that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing, right? There are a lot of other good things in fighting this virus, but if you can get people to comply without the threat of force. Or you can get them to accept a good idea because good ideas don't require force. Then hallelujah. That's their decision. If that's what they want to do, freaking great. If they see the benefit in it and continuing to work for Delta Airlines without being threatened by losing their job, by getting the jab, then freaking great. It just shows you that you don't actually need to mandate. By the way, uh, after Joe Biden released his uh, one of the most tyrannical and divisive speeches that I've ever heard, or the most tyrannical and divisive speeches I've ever heard from a U.S. sitting president, mandating vaccines for all companies over 100 employees, vaccination rates dropped. Gee, I wonder why. Because you're not going to tell us what to do. The entire country was founded upon rebellion. So just ask. That's it. And that's your only power. Government, Joe Biden. That is your only power. Is that you can ask. And if we say no, you're. That's it. We don't have to do anything that you say because we are the power. Ask politely, ask nicely, ask respectfully. But the minute you try to tell us what to do, we're going to give you double middle fingers. And it's showing. If you wanted to continue the vaccination rate to go higher, the last thing you wanted to do was mandate it. And it doesn't make any sense. 95 or over 95% of the most susceptible population within our community in the United States is already double vaxxed, or at least one. This is counterproductive. This is literally trying to force it on people to see how far we'll comply. That is a fact, 100%. 
It has nothing to do with health and safety. This is, are you going to comply, comply, yes or no? And the answer is no. It's also, get bent and kick rocks. Disgusting administration. You're all disgusting. This one has been unbelievable. That being said, you know who is not disgusting and can do all of the things that you need in this department? High-end bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. It is a high-end bags and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. That's FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. Or on Facebook, their exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. It's FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. Thank you, Ashley, for sponsoring the show and being a major contributor to the Libertarian brand. The Cajun Libertarian brand, sorry. Netflix employees stage walkout over Dave Chappelle's special. This is quite hilarious because one reason is nothing ever stays in the news this long. It's like stupid Rush Limbaugh, if you got one thing right, you got this one right, uh, drive-by media. And I'm super guilty too because you can't possibly keep up with it all, not on a continual basis. So the fact that Dave Chappelle is still in the news three weeks later over his stand-up routine is remarkable. By the way, nothing about it was uh, transphobic, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to the woke left. They are a disgusting cancer. Period. Don't care if, if, if people get upset about that. This cancel culture, the this left woke leftist wokeism, is an absolute cancer within the country. Netflix employee stage walkout over Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle special. Hundreds of Netflix employees walked out of a uh, protest of the streaming platform's controversial Dave Chappelle special. It's Netflix. Hundreds of employees? It's like a drop in the bucket for them. They're They're not worried about that. They're worried about other things. Hundreds Hundreds of employees walking out. They're not worried about that. That's just a uh, a play on words to try to make people think that this is a big deal. Netflix probably has hundreds of thousands of employees. At least thousands. Hundreds of Netflix employees walked out over work, uh, walked out of work in protest of the streaming platform's controversial Dave Chappelle episode. The workers who are organized by Team Trans believe the special is transphobic and are calling for Netflix to remove it and commit to releasing more intersectional content. Protesters streamed from the company's Sunset Boulevard building around 10 a.m. on Wednesday, that was today, where they held a rally to underscore the importance of responsible content offerings that prioritize the safety and dignity of all marginalized communities, according to organizers. All right, so let me go back to something real quick. Uh, organized by Teams Trans. Number one, we we are pro-trans rights in the libertarian movement. This doesn't help you because it wasn't transphobic. So if you actually want to tra- stand up for people's rights, including trans, 
This needs to be rejected because all it does is absolutely dilute and pollute, more importantly pollute, the message of rights of individuals. Because nothing about what Dave Chappelle said was transphobic. It's not. Also, let's look at this statement. Commit to releasing more intersectional content and underscore the importance of responsible content. That is not what Netflix is in the business of doing. They are in the business of making money. And Dave Chappelle is going to make them a lot of money. Lots of money. As he's made himself in any other network that he's ever been on. You Netflix is not required to cater to whatever belief that you think is paramount. Period. Now, if Netflix wants to fold to that, that's their problem. Because then they'll get canceled. Because they fell to a false cancel culture. Netflix is not in the business of creating intersectional content or underscoring the importance of responsible content that prioritizes the safety and dignity of all marginalized communities. That, that, no, that's how you destroy a business. If you don't like what they're saying, leave or don't watch, period. If you enjoy Netflix at all, you need to be against this. Because if they stand for this, it will be the collapse of the business. Because businesses are not in the business of catering to demographics. They're in the business of making money. And this is how you destroy them. It's incredible. This is why the woke left I don't even call them the left. They're not liberals. I'm a classical liberal by definition. This is progressive Marxism. They don't care about actually keeping Netflix afloat. They think that Netflix is like completely immune to a marketplace that is a business that is in the marketplace. And it's not. There's a tiny community that cares about wokeism and progressive Marxism. The vast majority of the rest of the community does not and hates it with every fiber of their being. That's why you see so much pushback in sports because people don't want to see this. They want to, they want to turn on the NFL in, in college sports and watch sports. That's what they pay for. That's what they invest in. Not your dumbass activism, right or left. They don't care about that. And the NFL has been doing it for the right for decades, rolling out a giant 50 yard, almost 50 yard long <coughs> American flag, excuse me. <clears throat> and now they're they're catering to the progressive left. Oh, now it's a bunch of, you know. Controversial. No, it's always been controversial. Shut up and play sports. Shut up and play Netflix that people want to see. And you know what? A lot of people want to see Dave Chappelle. This is a real problem for the woke left right now. 
Real problem. You are not going to cancel Dave Chappelle. You can take him off Netflix. You can march all you want. But Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle is not going anywhere. Why? Because Dave Chappelle doesn't care. And he's going to continue to market himself to the beliefs that he holds regardless of how offended you are about them. Period. And if you want to stand up to cancel culture in this disgusting movement we have in our country that is progressive left, that's how you do it. That's how you win. You have a spine and you give them the double middle finger and say, I don't care what you think. I'm going to say what I want to say. Because I'm Dave Chappelle. And I can say what I want. I'm a multi-millionaire. Anyway. Here's another way you can uh, protest the uh, free speech violations online. Go out and check. Video debate. Video debate is designed to give users the ability to use their God-given right of free speech speech, uh, to post up to three-minute videos on the topic of the day. Every day, debate will post a question in the hopes to draw strong opinions from all sides of a range of topics, from pop culture like Dave Chappelle to politics like the Biden administration and the Trump administration. So please go to video debate. Sign up. Do the thing. Let's check some comments. There's so many. Oh, my God. I can't keep up. i got to do something different with these comments. Oh, man. I might have to uh, start like a Patreon. And, and if you want to put comments on the screen, I'm going to have to. Uh, I don't know what to do here. I love keeping up with y'all's comments, but there's so much content. I can't possibly. And you guys are so engaging. This is so remarkable. Thank you so much. Neil Sleep, get bent, Brandon. Let's go, let's go, Brandon. All right, that's enough of that. Supposed to be three claps here. Need an assistant. You ain't lying. I don't know how to even work that out. Kenny Johnson, I have a hard time ever believing you were a liberal. I was never a liberal. I am a classical liberal, meaning that I believe in... And you do what you want, so long as it doesn't hurt anybody and you're not taking their stuff, right? I don't care what you do. Your your, your morals are your own. It is not up to the state or the government to enforce my morality, which is Christian, upon you or biblical. That's my job, to convince you, not coerce you. I like that statement I just said right there. <laughs> Joe Vasquez says, I think Kenny was talking to me. Laughing face. Probably. I don't know, man. <laughs> if, you, if you can see the other side of the screen while I'm I'm ranting way beyond whatever I thought I would rant um, tonight, then it is not easy. So, you guys just keep going. Um Keep going in the comment section, please. It helps drive the algorithm, and y'all are freaking amazing. Patricia Marie needed TikTok of Cajun kicking rocks. I am going to release uh, an initial TikTok video soon. 
Um, I imagine there are several of, th- let me say it like this, cause I don't want to sound arrogant. There are several things within my skill set that TikTok is very advantageous for. Um, that's going to happen. TikTok's coming. I got to figure out how to use the interface. I'm still a boomer, even though it's very, very, very advantageous for a person like me to release like little clips of certain things that I won't release now. I've got to learn how to use it. I'm not a boomer, by the way. I'm a millennial. I'm a geriatric millennial. but still a millennial. Defythepower.com. If you're like me, which most of you are not, you, you too can have your diabetic-friendly throat wetter in a very awesome defythepower.com mug. Cajun TikTok dances. Not going to comment on that. Guess you'll have to wait to see. Guess you'll have to wait to see. But what you will not have to wait to see is the one of the most anticipated segments of the show. The time for 52.com, T-O-M-F-O-R dot... No, messed it up. T-O-M-F-O-R 52.com. Hey, I'm a human. I'm going to mess up a bunch of crap and do often. The time of when we wheel in your anchor call moments, just like Thomas Daniel Queter is going to wheel into the New York State Senate. Tom for 52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R 52.com. We still only have one anchor call-in moment. So we're going to listen to that. And she has been in the comments all night. Thank you, Patricia Marie. And here we go. It's from her. Hello, Cajun watchers and listeners. This is T. Marie. And I have a question for you, Cajun. What kind of dress would you prefer? Like, um... Neckline, strapless, um, one strap over the shoulder. Um, and what color do you think you would prefer? Um, and what designer, actually? That That's a really good question. What designer dress would you wear if you have to wear a dress because of the whole podcast contest thing with JP? So... Let your listeners and viewers know what dress would be Cajun's pick for wearing a dress. Thanks, Patricia. I appreciate that. Um, I was actually going to try to do this somewhat fairly and not promote the fact that there is a competition of... um, of podcast downloads for the dissident in chief podcast. The loser has to wear a dress since Patricia Marie decided to put that out there. I guess I will too. Um, I wasn't going to do it. I was going to try to keep it fair and equal and balanced. Um, <laughs> the, the truth is that I have a lot more followers and viewers and listeners on my brand and the other two people that are involved, which are bootleg libertarian and Sean Hickman. Um, There's a bet going on that whoever out of the three of us is the lowest downloads of the dissident in chief on anchor.fm has to wear a dress. Now, in regards to your question, Patricia, I, 
couldn't name you the first dress designer. I don't know. That I'll take a strapless dress in black. Black. Strapless in black. If I got to do it. And believe me, if I have to put on that dress and post it online, it is going to come. That that damn near might be the the uh the very first TikTok video, right? Because I know how TikTok works. I just don't know how to work it. That makes sense. So uh Kenny Johnson, do a TikTok showing your diabetic supplies. That kind of stuff is always a hit on TikTok. Oh my god, that that would be a freaking incredible amount of supply. I don't even know how I do that. Careful. They might say your shoulders are distracting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Vasquez says, oh, and that was Jessica Monroe, by the way. Bootleg and Cajun in dresses is hilarious. Uh, let's see what my wife says. Sunny days. I think a black mermaid dress would be beautiful on him. Perfect. I'll take it. Make it happen. Yes, indeed. So, thank you, Patricia, for our Time for 52 anchor moment. Timefor52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. New York Senate 52nd District. Now, let's get into our final segment, which this is a big one. And um, I actually wanted to do this first, but there's there, there's a chunk of it here. And I couldn't possibly do this first because this is very important. This is the most important this is more important than than the well they they go hand in hand so let me not say that um let's get into it the global supply chain let's give an update on that because this has gotten remarkably out of control and, and I'm absolutely fascinated and floored by it and not for any good reasons I promise you that I'm gonna show you some pictures I'm gonna give you some testimonies of what my community is doing and what they are facing. So the POTUS wants fundamental. This is a, a Pisaki quote that I talked about Monday night. It's important. The POTUS wants fundamental change in our economy. And he feels like coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. Pisaki told reporters that is extraordinarily scary. Um, only fundamental change I want in our economy means you getting the out of it. Supply chain chaos is already hitting global growth, and it's about to get worse, CNBC says. CNBC, incredible. Thanks to the rollout of coronavirus vaccines, the global economy is slowly starting to emerge from the pandemic. False! Thanks to people deciding to open their businesses, regardless of what the government says, that's why we're moving on. Anyway. Not going to get caught up on that. But COVID 19 has left one very disruptive economic issue in its wake. Disruption. Oh, what happened? Give me one second. I'm sorry. It, uh, it has decided to jump notes on me like real bad. Thanks to the rollout of the coronavirus vaccines, the global economy is slowly starting to emerge from the pandemic. But COVID 19 has left one very destructive economic issue in its wake disruption to global supply chains. False. COVID-19 didn't do that. The government did that. A lot of governments did that, actually. 
had nothing to do with the virus. It has everything to do with government. As lockdowns have lifted, let me say it like this, just make sure, is very little to do. Of course, there were going to be people that had to stay home for a handful of days and go back to work because they were sick. And we didn't want to spread the virus around any more than we had to. So, yeah, they had to stay home for 10 days. That's, that's, that's not what this is. What this is is mandates. It's mandates. Mandates is, this is not what it says, but um, I have to say it like this. <laughs> Sorry. As, as mandates have lifted, as lockdowns have lifted, demand has rocketed. Hmm. And supply chains that were disrupted during the global health crisis are still facing huge challenges and are struggling to bounce back from the mandates from the government. Didn't say that. I'm saying that. This has led to chaos for the manufacturers and, and distributors of goods who cannot produce or supply as much as they did pre-pandemic for a variety of reasons, including worker shortages and a lack of key components and raw materials. Border controls and mobility restrictions, unavailability of a global vaccine pass. That really says it, doesn't it? Meaning governments aren't allowing the ships to dock because they don't have the same standard of passport. You wouldn't need it if you didn't mandate it. Let the ships dock. Period. And pent-up demand from being stuck at home have combined for a perfect storm where global global production will be hampered because deliveries are not made in time, costs and prices will rise, and GDP growth worldwide will not be as robust as a result of the mandates, doesn't say that, I'm saying that. Supply will likely play catch-up for some time, particularly as there are bottlenecks in every link of the supply chain. Labor certainly, as mentioned above, but also containers, shipping ports, trucks, railroads, air, and warehouses. This is a massive, massive problem. It is unbelievably bad. Sorry, I get it. Throat's getting dry, and I'm gonna make sure I uh, stay lubricated. That's what she said. Amid higher consumer demand for goods that have been in short supply, freight rates for merchandise coming from China to the U.S. and Europe have soared, while a shortage of truck drivers across both the latter regions has exasperated, exacerbated. Wow, really exacerbated. Thank you the problem of getting goods to their final destinations and has led to high prices. Once those products hit store shelves, the pandemic has only served to highlight how interconnected and how easily destabilized global supply chains can be. That is a massive statement because it wasn't the pandemic that did it, but they're spot on. So let's replace the pandemic with the government mandates. Let me read the original. The pandemic has only served to highlight how interconnected and how easily destabilized global supply chains can be. Correction. The government mandates have 
serve to highlight how interconnected and how easily destabilized governments can destabilize a global supply chain. That's the real story. Let me show you some pics of what I personally ran around my stores over the last few days and took pics. There's one. Here's another. Here's another. And there's another. This is right here in this is five minutes from my house. Five minutes from my house. Empty. I talked to the Dollar General manager that I took some of these pics at. Even he knew, not even he, like he's a lesser individual. I'm saying the word is passed down everywhere. Everyone knows. Even he knew. This was 100% due to ports being backed up, supply chains disrupted, and what, like a, a at least 100 to, I think, 1,000 now ships backed up out sea? And he said the same thing all of the reports are saying, everything that you're saying, everything that I'm saying, no chance this in, ends any time soon now let me get that's one testimony i uh, stopped at a liquor store right by my house to ask them about it and two actually same thing same thing i walked in i was like hey <clears throat> i've walked around several stores and i'm like you know you guys seem to be the only ones not getting hit by the global su supply chain crisis response I have paid more than I can afford to stock my warehouse because it's about to go down. Walked out of that liquor store and called my chemical supply company who I get my chemicals from to run my pest control company. Hey, man, what's up with the supply chain on our end? Is this something that we're struggling with? Absolutely. He said 100%. It, it, we are starting to see shortages, and it's vastly more difficult to order supplies. And we are being told it's about to get worse, especially since most of the pesticides, insecticides, and rodenticides that my industry uses comes from, you guessed it, China. <laughs> This is not about to get better. So let's talk a little bit more about it. And then we're going to get up here, get up out of here tonight because I want to, I want y'all to hear some of the language. And again, most of y'all are vastly more informed than I am and more caught up. I'm just doing this thing for, man, I hope people that aren't as informed and they're worried about what's happening. They catch this video. They see your comments and they hear this commentary. And then they start to say, hey, you know what? We got to do something. Mass noncompliance right now. And we have to fix this immediately. Panic ordering by retailers is making the supply chain crisis even worse. Retailers and manufacturers are over ordering or placing orders too early 
amid panic over the massive supply chain crisis. And that's making things much worse. Those in the industry told CNBC, and I can attest to that because what are you going to do? There are two chemicals that I use on a daily basis or almost daily basis. You know what we did? As soon as I called my chemical supplier and he told me that, yes, shortages are in route and fast, I went and bought $1,600 worth of chemical. Not me, the company. Company credit card, right? <laughs> it's not my money. My boss's money. But that's what happened. Yeah, of course. That's what's going to happen. Suddenly, retailers and manufacturers are over-ordering because of these supply chain issues. And that's leading to essentially an even worse scenario. Jonathan Savior, CEO of Supply Chain Technology from Quincus, told CNBC's Squawk Box for Asia on Monday. There's really no reason to give you those references there other than the fact that I just really wanted to say Squawk Box of Asia. That's a great phrase. I can't stand CNBC, but Squawk Box Asia, that's that's pretty good. It's awesome. Supply chains everywhere have been hit by massive disruptions this year, from container shortages to floods to COVID infections, setting off port closures. That's gotten worse because demand is rocketing. As economies reopen after the worst of the pandemic, after the worst of the government mandates, they should have never been closed and we wouldn't have this problem. The energy crisis in mainland China and Europe are the latest to rail the shipping industry. China's power crunch caused widespread disruptions as local authorities ordered power cuts at many factories. Thank you. It's all government. However, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, Europe is also grappling with a massive gas shortage. <laughs> All right. However, Savior said the situation of retailers overstocking is causing a bigger crunch on capacity and leading to what he called a bullwhip effect, which is economic term. That's a term describing how small changes in demand at the retail level can progressively cause larger movements in demand to impact wholesalers, distributors, and manufacturers. The supplier of raw materials will feel, will feel the biggest impact. The end result of this effect could include distorted demand forecasts and unfilled orders. You think RBC Wealth Management also flagged a similar issue in an October 15th note. Because the problems are well-known, orders to raw materials for raw materials, component parts, and finished goods are now being placed earlier than normal, which is lengthening the queue, creating a vicious cycle, the firm said in a quote. As the holiday season approaches, those in the supply chain industry have warned that there's likely to be a shortage of goods or prices will rocket due to high demand and low supply. The bottlenecks are unlikely to disappear overnight, RBC Wealth Management wrote. Yes, of course. Of course they're not going to disappear overnight because you're not allowing them to do their job. Huh. 
The firm's data analytics team, RBC Elements, conducted a study in September which found that 77% of the major parts it monitored were experiencing abnormally long turnaround times. Of course. And that is the overall global supply chain problem was trending unequivocally, unequivocally worse across the country. Americans' ex- expectations of speedy service and easy access to consumer products have been crushed like a styrofoam container in a trash compactor. Time for some new, more realistic expectations. This is remarkable. The issue has become so troublesome with alarming economic and political political ramifications that the White House is stepping in, urging unions, ports operators, and big consumer goods companies to work around the clock, if they aren't already, to unclog supply pipelines. Um, I doubt you are listening, but Joe Biden and White House and government, if you're listening, Don't step in. You're the reason for this. Get out of the way. That's how we fix it. Stop with the mandates. Let docks, uh, let the the let the ships dock and unload their their shipments, their uh freight, and let truckers truck it. Let airlines air it. Don't step in. You're the problem. My God. So let's see what Washington Post has to say about it. Before we do that real quick, I want to play you an audio. And this is very important. I've got less than five minutes to wrap this up, y'all. Bear with me for just a couple of more minutes. Let me play you this audio real quick. What is sitting in all these containers behind us? Everything. Longshoremen telling me some of these containers have been sitting here for six months with a shortage of truck drivers to get the goods on the highway and into stores. It's not just making things harder to find, it's making them more expensive. Today we face an economy that's in transition. And as part of that transition, we are seeing high prices for some of the things that people have to buy. But the reality is that the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. That's why the president continues to be focused on the idea that we get everyone who can vaccinated in this this country. Incredible. Incredible. So they literally tell you that the reason is because of vaccine mandates. That's the entire reason behind the global supply chain crisis is because of government mandates. I've gone over at great length the numbers, and I'm going to continue to go over them. Not tonight. Not tonight. Of this situation in regards to COVID and the way it affects a lot of demographics in how it doesn't affect a lot of demographics and how absurd and intentionally detrimental it is to mandate them even for a private company to do that.
Doesn't mean they shouldn't be allowed to. I'm saying it's detrimental to the economy. So no, they shouldn't. Because this is the result. And they've told you right there, White House. This is why the president keeps pushing for everyone to get vaccinated. Because they know that that's the reason we have the global supply chain crisis. Now, it has been brewing for other reasons for a long time. This was the tip of the iceberg. They're not letting the ships dock for a variety of reasons, all of which are due directly to mandates. Now, let's see what uh, Washington Post, the WAPO, has to say about it, and then we're done. American consumers, their expectations pampered and catered to for decades are not accustomed to inconvenience. They're blaming us. This will, you will, you're going to hear this. Even Jen Pisaki said it in a press conference, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, where she literally made fun of the global supply chain crisis. Saying, oh, oh yeah, I, the, the, the horrible treadmill delay controversy. Like, oh my God, my f- shelves are empty and you're making jokes. My shelves, my store. And now what you're about to hear, and I did not go through all this article. There's no reason to do so. You basically got everything. You garnered all of the the narrative from from the opening comment. But let's just take a couple of more quotes out of here real quick. For generations, American shoppers have been trained to be nightmares. Amanda Mull wrote in August in the Atlantic before the supply chain problem turned truly ugly. The pandemic has shown just how desperately the consumer class clings to the feeling of being served. How desperately the consumer class clings to the feeling of being uh, being served. Remarkable. What are you talking about? This is America. Like I said in my Just a Thought opening segment, we're the greatest construct in economy the world has ever seen. It's not about being accustomed to the feeling of being served. It's about the fact that that's the the economic structure that's been delivered to us via capitalism and less government. And now it's being crushed over the last hundred years by government intrusion and overreach. We shouldn't have to worry about being, but feeling being served because it's America. And every other country should follow suit. Duh. Rather than living constantly on the verge of throwing a fit. My bad. And risking it, risking taking it out on overwhelmed servers, struggling shop owners, or late <coughs> arriving deliver, delivery people. Excuse me. We do ourselves a favor by consciously lowering expectations. That's the real point. I don't know uh, if you're a person that's a, a dick to your server or, or gas station attendant. Then I got nothing for you. We're not friends. I don't want a relationship with you. That That's not me. I was a server. 
I was a grill cook. I worked at gas stations. I've been homeless. I went to rehab. So if you're acting like that towards those people, you got nothing for me. No. Okay? That's not what this is about. Stop trying to hide it. This is about consciously lowering expectations under the guise of, well, the, the people that are not lowering their expectations are just being dicks to all these people. False! American consumers might have been spoiled, but generations of them have also dealt with shortages of some kind. Gasoline in the 70s, food rationing in the 40s, housing in the 20s, when cities such as Detroit were booming. It's our turn to make adjustments. They are literally telling you that basically we're turning into Venezuela. I don't know how to say it. I'm not trying to fear monger. That's what they're saying. Lower your expectations. Stop expecting to have food when you want it. Stop expecting to have services when you want it. Lower your expectations. And then they blame us. Uh, uh, key words. Spoiled. Constantly on the verge. My bad, I lost the other one. Pampered, catered, and not accustomed to inconvenience. Don't take these words lightly, friends and family. Don't take them lightly because they don't, they say it with condescending tone. There's a reason that's why they push the message across the way they do is because they've been getting away with it for decades. And now they feel absolutely no recourse or a repercussion for their actions. So they're literally telling you American consumers, I'm quoting, American consumers might have been spoiled, but generations of them have also dealt with shortages of some kind. Gasoline in the 70s, food rationing in the 40s, housing in the 20s when city uh when cities such as destroy this sorry, when cities such as Detroit were booming. Now it's our turn to make adjustments. So it's our fault for expecting too much from the greatest economy in the world. And now we're privileged enough to take a turn for food rationing, housing shortages, electricity shortages, supply corruption. Gasoline shortages. This is remarkable. Reference Pisaki quote. I'm reading you my note now after that rant. Reference Pisaki quote. The POTUS wants to change. Fun, he wants fundamental change within our economy. And he feels like coming out of the pandemic is the perfect time to do it. This is incredible. And I am not going to stand for it. Are you? I don't think you will. Share this. Tell your friends. Tell your family. This is real. 
This is very real. They will continue to push this narrative. This has nothing to do with the pandemic and everything to do with restructuring the global economy. This is absolutely on purpose, and it's definitely not for our good. Tyrants never let a crisis go to waste. Crisis is the rally rally cry of the tyrant. Quote from James Madison, fourth post, help pin the Declaration Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. The right does it as well. Republicans, Republicans and Democrats, Republicans work in harmony. Two wings of the same bird, left wing, right wing. Q, the Patriot Act, straight from the Republicans. It's all, and the Democrats, Republicans. It's all engineered for an end resolution to divide and conquer. Don't fall for it. I will see y'all Friday night on Muddy Waters Media. Same Muddy time, same muddy channel. I love you very much, and I'm out.